0: Thank
1: you.
0: It's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show in Studio 22. We are in the mothership. Uh, Mark Candice, they are still out of town. I don't know what they're doing. They're on vacation or doing something. They took a long weekend, turned it into a week. But Chance, the soulless ginger rapper, he's at the helm driving us into the nether regions of all things Texas politics today. And of course, just in case Candice is gone, Justin is sitting over there running the show that we know who's really, truly really in charge. Uh, good to have you boys here. Thank you for everything you are doing. And uh, we might not let Mark and Candace come back. Y'all are both prettier than them. Don't you agree, Justin? Agreed. Yeah, agreed. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Hot news, Natalie is at the pub. And of course, we want to welcome back Party Foul Steve. Did you have a good birthday, buddy? I did. Probably the best one I've had in a very long time. Well, you're half a hundred now. Yeah, half a hundred. You're half a hundred. Haven't had a haircut since before coronavirus. Like I got one tomorrow. Uh, it's not a mullet, people. Not a mullet. It is It is just long-ass hair. There there was one guy on our boat parade who kept going, who's that long-haired guy back there on the on the megaphone? And I'm like, don't pay attention to that guy. He's homeless. <laughs> I had so much fun with the megaphone, though. I, I, was, know. I was, was insulting everybody that I could. Fun boat parade. Uh, had over 800 boats at the big one. And, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun down there. Uh, Tim Georgia sitting down there at the end of the thing. And when Tim's around, you know that uh, Shelly Luther is here as well. So she's in the hot seat. Hey, Shelly, how's up? Normally we have you guys sitting on the couch, but we were lazy today. We didn't want to move the furniture around. (laughs) Because Mark wasn't here to move the couch. I I was admiring Steve's locks, so (laughs) I just figured I'd sit over here. Yeah, just wanted to feel the locks. The... uh, Tim, you guys, we're going to talk about this on today's episode. We're going to talk about Texas politics. Uh, obviously, we've talked about me running for office. Shelley has announced that she's running for office. We're going to talk about all of that stuff. We're going to get into some issues. It's going to be fun. Uh, you say, well, I don't live in Texas. Well, it still applies to your state because these are things that are happening on the national level, and so goes Texas, so goes the nation. Uh, and we're going to make sure that that stays that way. Tim, has this, has this stuff stressed you out in any way? Make sure your turn. Make sure your mics are turned on over there at the. Bar. Oh yeah, they're on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. You know,
1: I think I'm losing some hair, and yeah. uh, or at least it's turning gray. But uh, yeah, you, you would never know how much stressful it is. So you're in that situation for sure.
0: It comes out. It's like a spiritual battle, and I think it is a spiritual battle in a big way. Shelley, you We won't get into the details yet till after the break. But you still feel good about everything. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do, too. Even with all the crap that's come my way here recently, I still feel good about it. I think
2: it's funny. Isn't it a
0: weird thing?
2: It definitely affects Tim a lot more than me. I think it's hilarious. What people come up with is just absurd.
0: We're going to get into some of that. It's going to be fun. But we're going to talk issues. There are issues that affect you, especially if you're a Texan. But we're going to talk about some of the things that are going on that are just... Hard to believe, Uh, and I think at this stage in the game, maybe they're not that hard to believe. I want to remind everybody, though, that we're going to be in Seabrook, Texas, Friday night. Myself, Cooper Wade, we're going to be down there. Got a show. Uh, Might be sold out. I don't know. You can go to watchchad.com and check if you're down there on the Texas coast south of Houston. Come see us. Then we're going to be in uh, College Station, Bryan, Texas, on Saturday and Sunday night. I think Saturday sold out, too. Hmm. I don't know why I'm even announcing these shows. Uh, Go to WatchChad.com. Check them out. I know Sunday is not sold out. I'm sure that you can get in. I'm sure even if you walk up and say, hey, Chad told me to come, they'll let you in. Uh, We're going to have a lot of fun this weekend. Go to WatchChad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. Hey. What does COVID-19 have to do with losing your home? Well, it's got a lot because FBI has reported that since this virus struck, cybercrime has been up 75%. And here's the thing that makes it even worse. The legal title to all of our homes are online right now. The crime is called home title theft just yesterday I was talking to Glenn Beck about this thing and I said how much does this truly happen and he said it happens a lot you got folks overseas that uh, go online these cyber criminals and they find the title to your home and they forge your signature on a quick claim deed they send all they they refile they borrow against your uh, your mortgage and all the bills get sent to a dead drop uh address or they're misrepresented in terms of who they're to or they say there's a loan that you never took out and so you just set it over on the counter throw it in the trash because you're like that's not me so what they do is they stick you with the payments and you don't even know that you're in debt until you get a late payment or a foreclosure notice or you ultimately get evicted from your home home title lock is going to protect your home's legal title your home is your most valuable asset it's your safe haven home title lock is going to put a virtual barrier around your home's title and the instant they detect tampering they're going to shut it down so go to hometitlelock.com register your address right now and see if you're already a victim then use code chad for 30 free days of protection that's hometitlelock.com we'll be right back All right so shelly's been on the show shelly and tim's been on the show a couple of times and of course you guys she's salon owner shelly luther right that's anytime anything comes up and you, they use you as an example right you're well, always at least
2: you're not calling me a hairdresser right
0: if a salon <laughs> owner you know and i have seen the hairdresser thing too which is just dumb and it's so, it's so objectifying to someone to say, well, you know, this salon owner in Dallas, she did this and that, and of course, it, I think it's exacerbated things with the Nancy Pelosi situation last week. But we'll get into that later. Um, but you announced that you're running for S- Texas State Senate District 30. Yes, and that's why that's, of course, in the intro what we were alluding to. And you made that announcement. It's coming up. This things coming up fast. You said to me before we get into that. You said to me, let me qualify something. We were standing on the steps of the state capitol in Austin, and you said to me, I'm not a politician. I'm not, they keep introducing you as somebody who is a politician. And you're like me. Mm-hmm. Like, you care about this state, you care about Texas, you care about Texas business, you care about Texas citizens. But you weren't playing the political game is what you were saying. And I'm the no, same way. I never I never looked in the future like I was going to try to be a politician. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I came out publicly and said, I'll never run for public office, too. Mm-hmm. I've had to eat those words. All right. <laughs> and I want to I still want to quit every day. The, the, uh, <laughs> but you jumped into this thing. You jumped in with both feet. I support you um, and, and believe in you. And I'm thankful for you. And, but what was the deciding factor? For you,
2: I guess it was numerous things Uh, obviously when the government basically took over my business and me getting thrown in jail and all of those things it's just crazy that something like that could happen and we've already talked about that but once I got out of jail I got 600 handwritten letters and and people Mm -hmm. talking to me um, just being active in the community without having a title and doing things that maybe a politician should be doing and maybe they're not and trying to help people get back into work and back into the community. And I just felt like it's something that I should do.
3: Yeah.
2: And when I live in Pilot Point, and when this special the seat opened up, there's 31 districts, Senate districts in Texas, this seat opens up and it happens to be exactly where I live. I feel like it was a sign I, I needed yeah. to do it. So that was the, the deciding factor.
0: Yeah, because when I started looking at kind of the political landscape and the mapping of things over the next few years, and started seeing, you know, in terms of Congress it, on the on the federal level and all these different things, the redistricting and things that are coming, um, Texas is kind of up for grabs in a big way. And I have people who always say to me, "Well, what are your qualifications?" You know, uh, and I just say, "I'm a citizen of Texas, and I love this state." Do you kind of feel like citizens, people, business owners, people you know that have built something, those are the folks that need to be going into politics
2: well that that's what government originally was supposed to be, like the normal people, teachers, regular citizens, and yeah. um, it's become a bureaucracy and something totally different. and now we have a, we, we call that the establishment, and it's really hard to break into that if you're not one of the kind of good old boys. Mm. Um, that's already in there, and so I think it would be a great opportunity for Texas if someone like me or you kind of breaks into that, because then other people can see that as an opportunity. You know, thinking, you know what, I can get in there too, and maybe we can get this take take our you know government back as we the people again.
0: Well, and I have people who ask me all the time, you know, well, what are the qualifications? And I'm like, okay, so what you're asking is, am I a lawyer? Or is there some kind of rich, nepotistic situation where, you know, we hand out. Who do you know? Yeah. Yeah, Who do you know? We hand out political offices like heirlooms, you know, or Mm -hmm. your last name is not Bush. That's the kind of thing. Tim, if you kind of. It's hard to watch a woman you love, whether it's a a spouse, a girlfriend, a daughter, anybody. It's hard to watch them get kind of smacked a little bit. Mm-hmm. and you want to fight back how are you how are you dealing with that temptation you know it's hard
1: um especially with social media the way it is these days people are uh, they they lash out real easily and i think uh people say a lot of things that they wouldn't ever say face to face yeah uh you know they hide behind a screen and just and have a way of just throwing things out there they have no idea about and i think the first reaction is always wanted you want to fight back or jump back on and and, and say something or respond but what you learn is that there's a lot of times you can't communicate with these people anyway. They're already, no. there's no real, real, you know, fighting Laborals. with them. It's, it's not, it's not worth the, <laughs> not worth it, but it's really hard to watch somebody, you know, they, they just say ridiculous things and you just want to just punch somebody in the mouth and go, why would you, you would never say that if we were standing face to face in a, in a store or a right. parking lot or anything else, you would never, never make that comment. So why would you make it online? So it's, it's definitely tough to, to see that and not want to just fight back. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think that in the long run, by responding, you exacerbate the situation and make it look even worse. There's no way to win in that if you respond. Right. My wife taught me that. She's like, just don't respond. If you respond, then you're the one that looks like you're – that it bothers you. It bothers you or you're mm-hmm. being defensive. Or well, I've
2: really actually, through this whole experience, I can't think of one time where someone has said something negative to me directly, like mm. derogatory or like personal. No one has ever said anything to me directly to my face. It's always been through the computer.
0: Well, I know that there were a lot of people, and we kind of alluded to it on the last time you were on here a couple of weeks ago, is there were a lot of people who were coming out saying Shelley Luther needs to run for governor after all of the stuff that was going on. <laughs> And uh, and so I know the support that's out there for you. I've seen it Uh, and I've seen it since you made the announcement of running for state Senate. Um, It's interesting to see we talk about the negative, but it's interesting to see how positive people are, too, towards this, because let's face it. There's a lot of folks out there with common sense and they get what you're trying to do.
2: Thank goodness, you know, I think all of, I I think this COVID thing and all of the stuff that's happening, I I always believe that there's going to be some kind of good come out of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that we are going to be able to take our our state and our country back out of this. I think a lot of liberals and Democrats are seeing, like, vividly what their party is all about. And um, it's crazy to, I mean, it's crazy. And so, hopefully... We will be able to flip our government and yeah. um, get some real people in office is what we need to do, honestly.
0: Yeah. You're up against it. Um, the, the election is coming up. The early election or the early voting starts when?
2: So this is what happened. I, an, I announced um, at um, in Denton um, for a Back the Blue rally we were at, and the very next day, Governor Abbott announces a special election because of COVID that the election will be in 35 days from then. So mm. basically giving me 35 days to campaign over um, a million people in 13 counties. Wow, Basically impossible. And
0: let's remind everybody, Governor Abbott is not the one who even helped you through that legal situation. No, he's in, never helped me no. with
2: anything. He's always made things harder for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he, he What's definitely up with that, dude? I don't know. I, you What's know up with that dude? He definitely wants my I mean, there's six people total, including me running, one, one a Democrat and four other Republicans running because it's open, um, filling a vacant seat, and he definitely has his establishment guy that he wants in there, and it's very clear that um, this guy's been campaigning for months, mm-hmm. um, and I get 35 days. And um, he does not want me in that office because he knows that I will buck the system. I, I feel like the government works for us. They're employees. They need to listen to what we say. And he doesn't like the talk back.
0: Yeah. So. He doesn't like the talk back. Mm-mm. I don't know. And you said a good word there, establishment. That is really the summary of, of what we're saying you get sick of the establishment guys
2: well it's like a, a wall a barrier and they feel protected and they all um, vouch for each other and like my opponent has like I don't know 30 endorsements from the house or something I'm like well what's good is what good is that yeah they, they're not even in your district yeah. they're all your buddies you are proving exactly what we're saying you are yeah the establishment.
0: See, I keep saying, uh, and, I, and I'm just going to take the quote now because I, I don't know who said it, but I heard that somebody said it and I've said it enough times. It's my quote now <laughs> that Texas isn't the Texas that most Texans think it is. Right. And Texas isn't leading the way anymore. They're not because they're too busy being establishment. Mm-hmm. They're playing politics as usual. We're taking cues from other states. And unfortunately, they're not great states they're states like michigan and states like new york and states like california and you see greg abbott kind of following in the same uh steps as
2: that he's leading us in in that direction and that definitely is him that's our governor that is leading us that way and we've never been like that cowering and um following the rules Texas we've always been proud and smart and we have our own personal responsibility and for us to be not the first state to open up or even we should have never even closed down we should have been like South Dakota it's kind of embarrassing
0: yeah and every time I hear that I cringe because it's so true people always say y'all should be more like South Dakota or everybody needs to be more like South Dakota they need to be saying you need to be more like texas it used to be that it used to be that Mm -hmm. and it's not that way anymore Mm -hmm. uh and with all due respect to christy noem and 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 south dakota i appreciate what she's done appreciate her leadership but geez uh they don't i don't want to be dictated to i don't want south dakota to be the standard i want texas to be the standard of how states are run Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's what it should be like so I don't believe. Let's say the governor, the gubernatorial election was happening right now. Twenty twenty was the time to, to vote in a new governor. Greg Abbott would not get reelected. He would not get reelected. He is,
2: um, yeah, he's turned too blue. Yeah, and a lot of I don't I don't know what is happening or what he's thinking. Um, a lot of people are just shaking their heads thinking that he is totally turned on us yeah and, and that's
0: why i believe we need people like yourself outspoken who's been successful transparent run business you you say what's on your mind mm-hmm. you're not bought and that's you know it's not like some lobbyist is out there behind you pushing you there there's none of that going on um God knows you don't do it for the money. No, and I was a so,
2: teacher for 13 years. I don't do any work for the money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. I, you know, I, people ask me all the time, if you were actually elected, I, what's the biggest problem? I said, the pay cut. I don't, I don't want the pay cut. Right. It uh, goes with the thing. But I don't know. I, so I, that's why I bring that up to say, I'm encouraging people to pay attention if, if, it's, if it's a person being pushed by Greg Abbott right now your antenna ought to go up. Absolutely. It Spidey should be a senses. kiss of death.
2: It should be. Um, a lot of people were like, do you want Abbott's endorsement? I'm like, no. No. No, that's the opposite of what I want. I want no. I want the people's endorsement.
0: Right. That's I don't like, care
2: about any politician's endorsement. I want the people to back me. That's bigger because I want to do what they want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like, I don't want Glenn Beck's endorsement. That's a kiss of death. Like <laughs> <laughs> Coming for you, Beck. No, the... Um, but I, but if you want more of the same, so if 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 Abbott wouldn't win this election, then why should Abbott's people win this election? They shouldn't.
2: They shouldn't because you're just guaranteeing two more years of yeah, yeah. crazy.
0: I mean, I, I get online, I see people talking about let's recall Abbott, let's impeach Abbott, let's you know all this stuff that's kind of farcical, but it's good rhetoric, right? And so if you want that, then you shouldn't want more of the same. So. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to talk about some some of the controversy that's happened in the last week, some things that she's been able to speak into and I want you to hear it on this show. Here's the thing about home security, folks, and home security companies. Most trap you with high prices, tricky contracts, and lousy customer support. So while there's a lot of options out there, there's only one no-brainer and that's Simply Safe. Simply Safe's got everything you need to protect your home with none of the drawbacks of traditional home security. It's got an arsenal of sensors and cameras to blanket every single room, window, and door tailored specifically for your home. Uh, Your professional monitoring is going to keep watch day and night, ready to send police, fire, or medical professionals if there's an emergency. You can set it up yourself in just under an hour. Uh, Just peel and stick the sensors exactly where you need them. You don't need a technician. And there's no contract. There's no pushy sales guys. There's no hidden fees, no fine print. and All of it's going to start for... Fifteen dollars a month. I'm not the only one who thinks Simply Safe is great. U.S. News and World Report named it the best overall home security of 2020. Call to action: Head here's what I want you to do today, right now. Head over to simplysafe.com/slash/watchchad. Get a free HD camera for all of my listeners or viewers. That's simplysafe.com/slash/watchchad to make sure they know that our show sent you. We'll be right back. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited that you're running. I'm excited that you're going to win it. How about that?
3: There you go. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I can't wait to watch the returns on election night and boom, boom, boom. Folks, you got to get out to vote. That's the deal. Don't just talk about it. Those millions of people in district 30, you get the million people in district 30. You got, you got to get out and vote. You do. And if you want a voice of the people, somebody that has your best interest at heart, somebody that I know, somebody that I've talked to, spent time with. She's always been honest with me. She's a bossy lady, and I love it. I love her transparency. I love her honesty, and I love her integrity. Vote for Shelley Luther. Now, listen, um, Nancy Pelosi got her hair done and then blamed the salon owner. What? <laughs> that had to give you a little free press, right?
2: It gave me like $12 million of free press on Fox News. I'm, and I mean, I think I just did one yesterday. They just want to know what I think about yeah. it. It's I do what, too. But I mean, it's like <laughs> what everybody else in America thinks. What a jerk. Yeah. Like, and that's the nicest word I can come up with. Like, she is evil.
0: So, you know, Nancy's worth what? $120, $130 million, something like that. She could have had somebody come to the house.
2: She just doesn't care and thinks that um, she's better than everybody else. And, you know, we have a lot of politicians on both sides that um, feel like they're better than everybody and they can do whatever they want, but tell us what to do. And that's what we really felt when we were all shut down. They were receiving a paycheck None of us were, and we're screaming out for help, and they're like, Oh "No, we're not helping you," and they still continue to eat their twenty-two pints, uh, you know, twenty-two dollar pints of ice cream.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I've wanted to say to Greg Abbott, who extended this, you know, disaster thing for another thirty days, and and you know, I keep saying, snatch these stupid mask signs down off the windows of your stores. Let's open Texas up. Let people go back to work. Uh, people closing down. We talked about during the breaks. We talked about businesses that are closing. But Greg Abbott still takes a salary he still takes I, asked the salary. Him, I,
2: I called him out on Twitter because he won't talk to me in person, but yeah. I called him out and I'm like, how much of your salary have you donated like President Trump
0: mm-hmm.
2: um before this crisis even happened? No answer yeah and we we know he's got about forty million in his campaign tr- trust, so
0: yeah, uh, and that's a conservative estimate there mm-hmm. I think there's I think there's more than that based on the research that I've done um but, but what do I know?
2: It doesn't matter money. It, it's more than money that wins this because yeah. um, my opponent can definitely—he already works. My my opponent works for a lobbyist and can definitely get all of that establishment money that he needs. But I hopefully the grassroots people know that um, they need to get him out. It doesn't matter how much money he has. Yeah, he needs yeah, to go. It's
0: not about it's not about the money. Mm-mm. I have my I have pretty strong opinions that I'm holding to myself on on all of that, but. You know, it, the, the whole do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do mindset that politicians have, like they're above the law, and yet people still come to you and they say, what qualifications do you have? Well, I've obeyed the law <laughs> my <laughs> or entire Or if not, life. I've actually gotten or, in trouble for or, it. <laughs> or you've gotten put in jail for it. I've been put in jail for breaking the law.
2: <laughs> I've been put in jail for breaking a freaking ordinance. <laughs> you broke an
0: ordinance. You did, I mean it wasn't even a, it, it wasn't, yeah, even a wasn't even a law. It wasn't even a law. It was somebody's whimsical yeah. ordinance. It was the way the wind was blowing that day. Right. And you were like screw this, I'm going back to work. Mm-hmm. And Natalie, you you're let's talk a little bit about you're dealing with some things there in where you live South Lake with the board of education and the schools, and some of the things that are being taught and pushed and promoted, it's, a lot of it's BLM support and things. You're you're obviously a BLM supporter. I <laughs> that's mean, what they say. That's what that's they the say. Rumor now I I've guess. heard you're a stripper. I'm a stripper. Yeah. No,
2: I'm not a stripper. But she's people not are a stripper.
0: <laughs> she's not a stripper.
2: I wish I still had the body to be a stripper. Bus I guess
0: cabaret. The, uh, the no, she's not a stripper. She doesn't support BLM. Uh, and, and yes, I'm opposed to medical freedom exemptions. <laughs> See, when I say stuff like that, I get in trouble. Yes, Because I don't want you to have to fill out any piece of paperwork for medical freedom. I don't know how many times I have to say that. You should be free. Free, free, free. Free to do what you want. Free to do what you want. I, I get in trouble. I use too many words. But you're dealing with that. Yeah. And as I said to you before, people are scared to speak out. So I think people are scared to speak out in certain situations.
3: They are absolutely scared to speak out. The ones that you elect, um, you're expecting one answer like uh, that ain't happening. Like that's what it, we're expecting. We've been watching these meetings and it's and instead they're scared. I mean, there's there's a fear there of if I don't support this, then BLM will immediately call me a racist. Mm. And it hasn't th- those two are not aligned in any way at all i mean i we know these school board members they're not racists they want a good education preparing our children just you know the way we've all had that opportunity and instead they're changing it and trying to implement things like an lgtbq um, blm diversity course that you have to take before you graduate what I mean, what about just balancing a checkbook? Like there are things that really could go into schools that we can, the schools can really teach our children to implement in life. And there are things at home that we can do as parents to take care of that as well. well you're not doing a good job as parents. Screw you. I'm doing a great job. That's on, that, that, that's your opinion. I'm doing a great job. And it's very frustrating.
0: Well, there's a new book at Target, a baby book, that's How to Raise a Non-Racist Baby.
3: Yes. You okay.
0: See, I don't know if you've seen that, so maybe you should read that to your children. And get I, pr- caught back I, I up. guess I should. You so know, is
2: it- that for all races to read?
0: <laughs> Apparently, but it's 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 a it's a yeah. I don't I don't, uh, I don't well, think just so. Don't be a racist. No, because
2: no, because when I used to when I was when I was teaching, um, I used I I told an African American uh, student that he was saying something that was racist, and he said, "I can't be racist," and I'm like, "Yeah." Um, yeah you
3: absolutely can so yeah so that's just a total misconception that right there right and we know that racism exists right right we know that people are just mean and people are just assholes sometimes they just just really are or just they're they're stupid Mm -hmm. i mean just there there are things that you know they're going to exist no matter what we saw that at west point Mm -hmm. uh, a, a black cadet said i've been made fun of and then joseph's best friend said well i was called fat when i was there like i mean we all get i mean they're just things you got to bounce off and Mm -hmm. rise above it and become your best
0: well and people have to understand the issue is never the issue all of these riots that are happening in the street and all of these things they're not They're not about black versus white. Those those aren't the issues. This is about control. It's not about equality. Same with these mask mandates and these shutdowns and Mm -hmm. these ordinances. They're not about people staying healthy versus Mm -hmm. people getting sick. They're about control. And that's what I am fighting against. That's what you're fighting against. Mm -hmm. It's not a mask. It's not that's that's too simplistic. Mm -hmm. Right. It's about control. And ultimately, I want people to be free. I want them to have personal liberty and personal responsibility. You know, I've said over and over again that that we keep kicking this can further down the road rather than coming out. I wish back on Monday, Governor Abbott would have come out and said, "Okay, we've done what we were going to do. I was wrong on some things. I was right on some things. But we're going to go back to business. We're going to go back to it. But instead, he saw the dollar signs.
2: Mm -hmm. He wanted that uh, federal money. Yeah. Um, In the meantime, there's families that are just... Dying out there, yeah, literally. And so,
0: and so, and you know, somebody said, Well, I, you know, I want to be able to get my $300. People have to get their $300 a week just to live. No, you can go get a job to live. Right. You know, I yeah. mean, that's the insane.
2: $300 thing. is not going to pay a mortgage. It's not going to keep someone's business open. Yeah. It's not going to buy medication for your kids. It's that's
0: stupid. Right. And let's remind everybody, Tim, you're a you're business owner. Let's remind everybody. I mean, I
1: am. I, I haven't been in business now for exactly how many months? Yeah, right.
0: exactly. So, I mean, you've you've you and the folks who depend on you have been shut down, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you haven't been able to go to work.
1: Nope, and uh, we've we all still are. You know, everybody talks and um, I've worked with worked several bands that I work with and familiar with. They're all on the same boat. I mean, everything's just get gotten kicked down to the road to the point where people have given up on. Things that they have invested a lot of time, money, life, their livelihoods, and they're just moving on to other things. It's it's sad for some people. I have friends who are considered to be some of the top musicians, not just in the country, but worldwide, who are selling their instruments that they use to make money because they have to eat, and that's just, that's ridiculous at this point.
0: It's, even with things opening back up, I'm able to go do shows, watchchad.com. For the latest information, I'm able to go back and do shows, but it's actually costing me money to go do shows mm-hmm. because I am bringing people with me who need to work. I don't have to do that. Right. Right. I'll pat myself on the back, whatever. I, I'm just, there, there are folks out there who need to be working, who aren't working, and I'm taking them with me. They're mm-hmm. performing. I'm paying them out of my pocket. They're not part of the deal. You know what I'm We're saying? We're
2: also using money uh, that. For, from our charity from the
0: charity yeah um,
2: we've got some of the musicians like doing work on the house that we'll pay them money for or um you know we're trying to hire them you know because they, they're too proud too proud to, for us to just give them money and they don't right. want us to get so they they want to do work in the house or um a band got canceled somewhere because they said that um they supported me online and they got canceled so i sent them a check in the mail for what they would have lost yeah. um but it's, See, it's that's sad. good
0: people that's good people. You're good people, Shelly. Thanks. Yeah, I'm voting for it. I wish I could vote for you. <laughs> I wish I could. We're going to have some fun in the next segment. But listen, as we all settle into this, quote, new normal Please version. Please stop saying that. What's
2: that? <laughs> Don't new, say the new normal. New normal. I'm so
0: tired of that phrase. People are settling into bespoke post is here with a customized box of awesome collections for you guys out there, guaranteed to upgrade your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every single month, and no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered from style and grooming goods, barware, cooking tools, outdoor gear. Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. And so to get started, I want you to take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers are going to help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They're going to release new boxes. Every month, across a ton of different categories, free to sign up. You can skip a month. You can cancel anytime. Each box costs only forty-five bucks, but has over seventy dollars worth of gear inside. So get twenty percent off your first box, uh, first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter the code WatchChad at checkout. That's all together. WatchChad. That's boxofawesome.com. Code WatchChad for twenty percent off your first box. We'll be right back. All right, so Shelly, you're running for office and I know everybody's wanting to know what your, everybody's like, what's your platform? What's your platform? So what's your platform? Let's talk about the issues.
2: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people are wondering because all they know is I was that salon owner that went to jail. Yeah, So they're like, what else? Um, You were that
0: Dallas salon owner. Re
2: education for strippers. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, No. (laughs) No. Um, Well, obviously I want, Less government and more freedom. So we definitely need to go back to that disaster act that um, Governor Abbott thinks that he's getting all of the this freedom yeah. from to be our king. Yeah, and um, we need to put some restrictions on that to make sure, or or say that that can only be used for these certain situations. This COVID thing is not what that was meant for or yeah. whatever. We need some something. But a
0: safety net, not a hammock. That's right. my new phrase.
2: Right. The, That's my new the government phrase. should never have the authority to shut us down ever, Yeah. ever. Um, so start there, obviously. And um, since I was a school teacher for 13 years, I really want to um, get into the curriculum of the school. It's bad. I want to get rid of the state mandated star testing. It's even mm. worse. Um, it's a waste of time. It, it ties the hands of teachers. And um, I think we need more teacher input and less administrative input. Um, mm. Actually talk to the people that are down in the classrooms. Yeah. Um, property taxes have been Ugh. horrible. I think um, Texas is like third in the nation as far as how high property taxes are. And what happens is establishment politicians try to say, oh, they can only move it this much. But then the appraisal district bumps it up eight or 10%. Mm -hmm. um, I think we should uh, cap all of the taxes so they can't you know, kind of do this number on you and try to trick you that your thing's going lower but it's actually going higher. I think we should make appraisal boards elected positions Mm. so they have more accountability and they can't because they're kind of like their own little entity there, their own little bureaucracy and they don't really, they're not held accountable. So let's cap all of the taxes where they can't move up, make that an elected position, and then just go after the government spending at the state level, Stop all of this illegal um, immigrant spending for their like schooling and all mm-hmm. of this I don't know what they're giving them. it's a lot. Um, also the he, he gives uh, Governor Abbott gives all these subsidies and corporate welfare. And I mean, like, I don't know, there was at and or Sprint or whenever they want to try to get a big company to move to Texas. And yeah. they'll say, I'll give you 20 million dollars and you won't have to pay taxes for 10 years. Yeah, that eliminates free market for Texas first of all it picks winners and losers second of all it puts us in a bind financially for years to come yeah that we need to abolish that
0: I've tried to explain that to people with this Elon Musk thing over and over again it's horrible. Tesla yeah it's a perfect example
2: no of then yeah with Tesla because then all of the other car dealerships are at a disadvantage and mm-hmm. it's not fair um, and that's what we're doing with when COVID happened, you, you're essential, you're not. Oh, Tesla's essential, but you're just Ford, so it doesn't matter. Right. You know? So that needs to go. Um, taxpayer-funded lobbying. So you pay your property taxes, and they can actually, the cities can actually use part of that to pay a lobbyist to lobby against you things that you don't want. Mm-hmm. So we need to abolish that as well. Um, So there's a lot of government spending that's going on, things the government doesn't even need to be involved in at all that we can eliminate to make sure that property taxes go away. Because right now you don't really own your home, even if you pay your mortgage, you don't own it. And that's that's against your rights you know like uh life liberty property yeah. you don't own your property because you can pay off your mortgage. huge issue for me if you yeah. miss taxes they can take it even though you've paid it off
0: completely yeah. that's ridiculous huge issue for me i think in fact i think it's ungodly that's how strongly i'll work it at. is because it's, that's it, an
2: unalienable it, right. right that's right mm-hmm. and
0: you can't i mean it's we should have and i have a plan in fact which is not my platform today but I have a plan for abolishing property taxes no that's what
2: i want to do it'll yeah. take years if you get rid of that but yeah we everybody needs to work together on that but what we keep doing the establishment politicians keep trying to pretend that they're doing something but they don't do anything about the appraisal districts mm-hmm. and they don't do anything about ag exemptions where you can't include your land and it they keep saying well we're doing all of the work and they blame it on someone else. no we all need to work together to just get rid of it yeah it's easy
0: yeah well, there's no question about it. There's a lot of issues. Government has gotten bigger. Pure sign is the exception is accepting this money again for this COVID re- disaster relief stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're letting bureaucracy in the door in a bigger, bigger way, and that's as that's as liberal as it gets.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, what about this like 295 million dollar contract contact yeah. tracing bill? Did we vote on that? Right. Why did our money go to that? Yeah. When why didn't go to business owners? Right. We don't want to be traced.
0: Nobody wants to be traced. No,
2: that's against our rights. That's right. $295 million.
0: I have some things that is from really strong words about that that I can't say. I wow. mean, I, nobody wants to be traced. I mean, that I, I have not met a single person that wants that. No. You know, I see some people online that are arguing for it and, and silly stuff like that. But no, no freedom people it's all about liberty. freedom liberty. And, and, and take the response look if you if you want to keep your business shut down because you're afraid do it then do it mm-hmm. it's your business but do if it. there's
2: a sign on the door of a business that says you will die if you walk in here if i want to walk in there it's my business it's your business
0: that's exactly I mean, right it's up to you i
2: may be dumb but it's my personal business if i want to yeah People need to understand that the governor is not responsible. The government is not responsible for your safety. They are responsible for protecting your rights. And right now it's flipped.
0: Yeah, It's the opposite. And I know what people are going to say. Oh, but they make us wear seat belts and things they shouldn't
2: <laughs> they shouldn't they shouldn't it's not that's against their, your rights too you should be exactly smart enough right. to wear a
0: seat belt but because people are dumb you should take responsibility <laughs> to wear a seat belt it's there that's like okay we don't in the state of Texas you legally you don't have to wear a helmet you do not to ride a motorcycle.
2: But all the motorcycle guys know that if they fall, they're going to crack their head they're, open. It's but up guess to them. what? You looked really cool riding your motorcycle. You look
0: great <laughs> with your hair blowing in the wind, party foul. You look great. But they understand I wore that. a helmet. Then your head was in two, two what places. What about the guy
1: riding the motorcycle without the helmet but wearing a face mask? that That's the one that got me. <laughs>
2: That's true. Yeah, yeah. I I can crack my head open, but please don't give me COVID while I'm riding by myself on my motorcycle.
0: That's like uh we were talking about it on yesterday's program about the Tour de France when they've got um they had like 156 riders that tested negative, so they got to continue in the race or they would have been disqualified. I mean, they're doing 119 miles an hour down the Alps, you know, on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> but they're worried about the those COVID. molecules that we're
2: gonna get. <laughs> Come on,
0: that, I mean that's what they're worried. And those about. guys
2: are in like immaculate, immaculate health too. Yeah. Like you're gonna die from COVID. Yeah. Come on.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, that's uh, that's that's so funny, dude. And, and that is the hypocrisy that's there. Is people don't think the motorcycle thing is a perfect example of that. We we get we say we say in that situation we say, hey, it's your freedom, it's your right. Um, hopefully, you'll be responsible. I mean, our taxpayer dollars will scrape you off the street Mm -hmm. when you're smeared and made one with the asphalt. Right. But we're not going to tell you what to do. No.
2: But you know what another big problem is? They've got all the nursing homes closed, Mm -hmm. and a lot of those are Republican voters. Yeah. And... If we don't, they they usually mail in their ballots because they and their relatives bring them the ballots, ballots. But they're not allowing them visitors right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose millions of Republican votes yeah. because Governor Abbott is not opening. Yeah, those nursing homes.
0: Come on, Greg. The hell, man. Me and Shelly are like calling you out. Greg, well i
2: call him out every day so i'm definitely not on his christmas card
0: list nah i've been calling (laughs) him out a lot lately too he needs Um, it he
2: needs to be called out he needs to be accountable
0: yeah oh well we'll see what happens i got a feeling old greg's in trouble yep he's in trouble all right we're coming for you greg we'll be right back Shelly, Tim, you guys are always welcome here. Uh, we can get on here and bitch about anything in the world. That's the beauty of this podcast. <laughs> There's a lot to bitch about. <laughs> There's a lot to bitch about. Um, but I encourage people to be following Shelly on social media. Uh,
2: Shellyluther.org sh- sh- is my campaign site.
0: And I, and I did steal your idea. On one of my little campaign things, one of my people did it. They did. A, they took your deal and that they put my face on the thing. <laughs> What's and I said, d- what deal? Your little art thing that said Shelley Luther for Texas Senate, and it had oh. the little semicircle in your face in oh, there. Oh yeah, cool. I totally stole it. You should. I, well, well, I didn't steal it. Somebody on my team did, and and I posted it. <laughs> that's
2: perfect. I, love, that's I said let's Thank at you. least
0: change the font, you know, so it's not a that's direct. That's awesome. You know, my name is Chad Luther.
2: no No, that's flattering good so
0: ShellyLuther.org, make sure that you are checking out everything and if you're in district 30 it's a shame a lot of folks don't even know what district they're in but but like you said pilot point if you're in that circle north of 380 all the way to
2: stephenville all the way to greenville up to oklahoma
0: there you go that's it so make sure make sure and check it out and then you vote for who you want to vote for but and bring your family
2: and friends and yeah. people you don't know
0: exactly <laughs>
2: steve's looking up his district number right Steve, now. Leave <laughs> me most alone. people don't know it's okay <laughs> most
0: people don't know well they just redistrict some. what city just,
2: do you live in no they didn't but what i live city in do you... fort worth oh yeah no
0: yeah no go to watchchad.com as well. We do still have the number 1 record comedy record in America, so make sure you get it. Y'all shut up. Go to watchchad.com. Come check us out this weekend in Seabrook as well as in Bryan, Texas. We love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Vote for Shelley Luther. Bye.